Hello, everybody, and welcome to Slash Her, a delusional look into the art of horror and all things spooky, kooky, and terrifying. I am Adrian. And I am Stormy. And it is September. Probably the most boring month in existence. Yeah. Um, I don't, we don't have anything in September. Yeah, what's going on in September? Virgos, what are you bringing to the table? Because what's going on in September? Quite honestly, Libras, what are y'all bringing to the table? Because mm-hmm. like, what is happening in September? You know what I'm saying? I feel like September's always been a really boring month because like you're already in the groove for school. Right. And like October's the fun month. So you're just like preparing for October. So it's right. just. It's a weird month. Because you go it's a back placeholder. to school. <laughs> it is. Because you go back to school in August. We're not even in academic horror, but you know, you go back to school in August. You, you know, get back into the groove of things. And September is like the introductory period to like your school year, pretty much. Because yeah, once October hits, when stuff starts to roll. Even history proves that September is a terrible fucking month. We have September 11th. We have Labor Day. We have, <laughs> <laughs> we have you know, the second go around in September of living in a pandemic um, right i mean every month sorry to anybody who has a september birthday that we're just shitting on your <laughs> month but... <laughs> quite honestly september has a gorgeous birthstone though i have always been so jealous of that birthstone it is, is the it? most gorgeous deep blue yes it's so stunning cute i well i have two friends that have september birthdays so i don't think they listen to the podcast but um, shout out to them. Shout out to Patreon <laughs> and Blake. <laughs> Honestly, shout out all September babies. Because you know what? September is about to be the baddest month around. Because we uh, have, At least on Slash Her Pod. <laughs> at least on Slash Her Podcast. Because we are having a ball this month. Because we are going to be doing video game horror. Which I... We be gaming. <laughs> yes. And I quite honestly, I love like this little subgenre of horror. I love video game horror. I love horror video games in general. So this is going to be a very fun month. Are we going to spill all the beans or are we just giving the theme? Oh no, we can spill the beans because we have already posted on Instagram our lineup for the month. So it's oh, going to be a big month. Mm-hmm. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> well, by this episode's release we would have posted already oh okay well if y'all already didn't know 98 percent of the time um on our social media you're not talking to me you're talking to adrian because i can't even time. i can't even keep up with my own social media much less a fucking podcast but y'all are y'all are amazing i love it i'm just watching from the shadows you just come in and you drop a spicy little pic on Twitter, blow it up a little bit, and then just go back, into, <laughs> go back under your fucking Patrick Star rock of a <laughs> and just chill. Pretty much. I'm like, hey, look at my skirt. And then <laughs> go back into the shadows. Gagging, gagging everybody though. So it's whatever. It's well worth it. It's worth the wait when you pop up. Oh, cute. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh my God, I'm so excited. So as of, I mean, y'all already know this title. We're talking about Resident Evil 2002. Next week is Stay Alive. And that is probably like one of the most, one of the first video game horror movies I ever saw. It was kind of like a B movie in my mind when I was younger. I'll see what I feel like on a rewatch. But it was like on Stars, one of those ones that they like 
put in as like a placeholder. Like <laughs> they didn't have anything else to play. So they put it on. Right. But I was obsessed. Um, and then we have Silent Hill, which is once again, amazing, iconic. I don't know. I feel like Silent Hill is just a, a plus. I do not remember the Silent oh, Hill okay. movie well <laughs> at all. So I'm very excited to rewatch it. And Stay Alive, like you said, I'm super excited about. Uh, I just, you know, we get to talk about Frankie Muniz, right? That's Ooh. who it is, correct? Mm, yeah. He doesn't remember making this movie. He doesn't remember making anything because he's, like, suffered some memory loss, which is super tragic. I feel like he's done a lot of drugs. I think it's a medical thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like he still has done a lot of drugs, but... <laughs> sure. If you are a child star in Hollywood, I just feel like at some point you're smoking some heavy shit at least once because i would be absolutely blitzed on the on the scene of malcolm in the middle uh, oh my on the god. set i mean oh my god i would be snorting cocaine like off the a most... stripper's ass crack in my green room <laughs> <laughs> like a ravenous thirsty skanky little bitch i would be just snorting lines drew barrymore was in the club from like <laughs> age seven on so legitimately hanging out it's just like oh my goodness being a child star is probably super tough i'm sure that's like macaulay culkin he's he's probably like a little bit older than us and he has not aged well because of drugs he's doing his best he's doing great he's on american horror story this season which I'm excited to watch him again in something. I'm very excited. It's been a minute since I've at least seen anything that he's been in. But he's also dating Brenda Song. Cute. So I kind of love that for them. Another child star. Um, I mean, she was a little bit older whenever she was brought onto the scene. But, you know, how did we get here? I have no idea. But, like, it really is. Frankie Venus. Stay alive. So, right. you know, and then we're also doing House of the Dead this month, which I'm very excited for Stormy to watch because she's never seen it. And it's ridiculous. I feel like we always have at least like one movie a month that like I'm absolutely clueless to. And that makes it fun. Keeps it fresh for me. <laughs> <laughs> it quite honestly is an insane movie. Have you ever played the House of the Dead video game? I don't think so. Okay, it's, um, it's insane as well. It's like a first-person shooter. It's crazy. Oh, interesting. I feel like, um, I don't know. I like whenever we bring movies to the table that I haven't seen because nostalgia doesn't cloud my opinion. Mm -hmm. That is pretty much a trend for me, especially on our podcast that I'm like, yeah, this movie sucks, but I've loved it when I was younger, <laughs> so I'm giving it eight stars. So <laughs> Eight stars out of five. Um mm -hmm. Me with this movie, with Resident Evil, like in rewatching it for the podcast, like this is, again, like anytime we go into a movie for the podcast, I go into it a little bit more uh, critical, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. So watching it this time around, I was like, I could see the flaws because I, of course, have heard for many, many years the issues that fans have had with this movie or that just general moviegoers have had with this movie and the series altogether. And I quite honestly grew up, of course, with these movies like this one came out when i was seven years old so like i grew up with the resident evil movies so as i was growing up and was like hearing older people quite often just like kind of dog shit all over it uh it made me really sad i was like no these movies are great and even into like early or into like late teens early 20s like i was still like very 
in love with it and it did fall off I haven't watched it in many years so this is like my first time going back to the series um because quite honestly after I watched the final chapter I never watched any of them <laughs> over again so this is my first time in a few years and I'm very excited to talk about how silly it is I've seen it like in passing if that makes sense like I've watched a couple of the movies, but it's always in a situation where I'm not like actively paying attention to it. So this almost feels like a first watch for me. Oh, okay. So before we do jump further into the movie though, uh, just in general with horror video games, do you like playing horror video games? I do. Uh, I don't know if like Left 4 Dead is considered a horror movie game, but for sure, Left 4 Dead was like my shit back in the day. I mean, I'm, I was terrible at it, but <laughs> I spent countless hours playing. I've played the Silent Hill game. I, what else? I mean, obviously Dead by Daylight, but uh, we won't get into that because I'll spend all night talking about it. What about you? Um. Okay, so I love video games. Like, I grew up very obsessed with video games, and nowadays I don't play a lot of video games, just... I truly, it's not how I spend my free time really anymore, but I still keep up to date with everything and anything horror related, especially like I'm always very keen on because horror in itself is a genre altogether in all forms of media, something that I am obsessed with. Like, I don't care what it is. I, it could be a book, a TV show, a video game. Uh, It could be a new toy line that's coming out, whatever it may be. Like I'm always in the know like I need to know what's going on so I always pay attention to horror video game releases and I quite often buy these horror games but I can never play them I am one of those people where I just I can't play horror video games I always buy them I spend my money uh to support if anything and then like I go in and I play like maybe a total of like four hours worth of gameplay and then I am done like I check out because it is so immersive that I can't like I can't get through it it's so scary to me which is crazy but like I I I, I can't I've never finished a Resident Evil game I've never finished a Silent Hill game I I can't I can't they're too scary for me there's a new PC game out called Phasmophobia and it's like ghost <gasps> hunting interactive ghost hunting and yes. I want to play so fucking bad but I don't have a PC <laughs> Yes, it looks so good. I've seen TikToks about it. Ugh, I want to play it so bad. I would, if I could like get a Twitch going or we could get a Twitch going, then I would at least play through these horror games because I would have the motivation to do so. Because like if I if I have no motivation to do it, I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and like force myself to go through like a crazy immersive haunted house for 25 plus hours, however long it takes to finish this game. Like I'm not going to subject myself to that. You know what I'm oh saying? God. <laughs> we could play the Slenderman game. Oh my God, yes. I remember playing that so long ago. If y'all would watch us on Twitch, like let us know. Cause we're, we always talk about it because Adrian and I play like. We are heavy on Dead by Daylight. <laughs> we yeah, play, like, we always day. talk about it and we're, I don't know. I think we're pretty fucking funny, but also I think we're always funny. Same. So we think about it. We talk about it, but I don't know if that would work. Like let us know. And again, I love horror video games again i buy them i purchase them i am on the note i watch let's plays of them like i love video games in general so if i have motivation to force myself to be terrified like that then i'm so down we'll see we'll see what happens we'll kind of we'll start uh putting some ideas down in our little book 
the little book of ideas. <laughs> uh, but yeah, horror video games are crazy. And I'm really excited to dedicate a month to talking about horror video games or video game horror movies. Yes. Is there anything that you want to like talk about, chat about before we go into the movie? Anything that's been spooking you? Any? Hmm. Um, so a few movies that I've picked up on recently. I've been watching a few things. Um, on top of just, of course, like all the movies that we've been doing on the podcasts that we've been jumping on. Uh, so I've started rewatching the Buffy series. Um, just as lovely as I remember it. It's a great time. I'm still in the thick of season one. Uh, season one is still very, very silly. So it's been a blast and I'm quite enjoying it. Have you ever seen Buffy? Like the series? Um, I've watched it like the reruns on TV, but I've never watched like done a full watch through and like figured out the whole all the connections and stuff like that. No. I w- am going to subject you to it one day. When you live close by and we can just hang out every day, you're just gonna be forced to watch like at least an episode a day. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna I, make I it can happen. handle that. We can live stream it. <laughs> Imagine uh, we're gonna get copyright stricken by Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, but also I finally, finally, I don't know why it took me so long. I finally watched Little Shop of Horrors. Oh my god, iconic! Obsessed, like legitimately obsessed with it. Can't stop singing. The soundtrack's been on repeat since I've seen it. So good. What was I thinking not watching this? What's taking you so long? I have musicals no are my shit. So I love musicals, and this is a s- adorable horror alien plant musical. And like I just let it fly by. I really can't stand myself sometimes. Whenever I went up there for my birthday, um, I went to a casino with our a previous friend, and. I played the Little Shop of Horrors slot game for like probably a good fucking hour because they played the songs. It was very bright. It was very attractive. I need an edible and a Little Shop of Horrors slot machine trip. Stat. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds amazing. But listen, I... I'm obsessed with it. And we need to like, I don't, we need to cosplay or we need to do something stormy. Oh my God, let's fucking go. Obsessed. Can I be Audrey? Speaking of cosplays, check out my Twitter. Yes, check out <laughs> on Twitter. Just kidding. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, you can be Audrey. Hot. Hot. You can be Seymour. Okay. I mean, I've got the glasses. Right, exactly. We're, oh my God, gender bending. Hot. Hot. We're huh. ready. Be ready for us this Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear Audrey's first outfit, like the tight little black number that she walks in at the beginning of the movie. Wow. Hot. Or I can just be Audrey too and just be a fucking plant. <laughs> <laughs> My hair's I already mean, green. All of us are pretty much plants, anyways. Or right. like the real horror. Kind of just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying like we require sunlight and like water to exist but that's about it right <laughs> we're just complicated house plants at this point uh we really are girl oh my god uh the grow for me song is my favorite i've been i play it mm-hmm. when I water my plants it's everything. so cute i love that movie so much i'm so happy i finally got around to it i can't um, believe you've never seen it i know i really can't stand myself but you know what Let's go ahead and get into the meat and taters of the episode. Uh-huh. We are discussing 2002's Resident Evil. So let's get into it. 
Hey, everybody. So if you're enjoying the podcast so far, definitely look into giving us a rating. It would be really, really beneficial. We're open to ideas and feedback. It really goes a long way. So go ahead and look into giving us a rating. Again, we're on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, and many more places. But for now, let's go ahead and get back to the show. Alrighty, everybody, we are back. And again, of course, this week we're discussing Resident Evil. It originally released on March 15th, 2002. The film was made on an estimated budget of around $33 million. It made around $17.7 million its opening weekend. It would then go on to make $102.8 million worldwide. With a staggering runtime of 101 minutes, I don't understand why this video game movie needs to be that long. <laughs> uh, the film was written and directed by Paul W.S. Anderson and has a great cast. We have Mila Jovovich as Alice, Michelle Rodriguez as Rain, Martin Cruz as Kaplan, Eric Mobius as Matthew, James Purefoy as Spence, Colin Solomon as James. One shade. I don't know who that is. <laughs> they were included in IMDb. I'm just here. <laughs> Uh, But yes, Resident Evil. So a quick synopsis of the movie. After a mysterious virus is set free in an underground facility known as the Hive, the workers below start to morph into flesh-eating creatures. Once the intelligent operating system named the Red Queen shuts the lab down, the Umbrella Corporation send in a special unit of military personnel to resolve the issue. Along with a woman named Alice and a few others, they hope to survive the horrors that lurk beneath. So Resident Evil. Hot. <laughs> hot. A very steamy, sexy movie. <laughs> a lot of hot, a lot of hot people in this movie, to be quite yeah, honest. Painfully hot, all of them. So There's nobody hot. that's unattractive in this movie. Except for maybe the Red Queen because she's a child, but she's also an AI. So <laughs> But let me tell you, oh my God. I mean, we'll get into the movie in a bit, but like the way I used to be obsessed with. Uh, Matt in this movie or Eric Mobius. I don't know why the most like vanilla mayonnaise white man you can find. You and would. I'm like, and I was salivating at the mouth back at seven years old. I was like, this your current partner makes sense now. <laughs> this is it. This is it. This <laughs> is it. That's all I kept saying as a child. So yeah, he's still so cute to me in rewatching this movie. I remember Mila. How do you say it? Jojovich? Jovovich. I remember her being dark haired, which I'm sure I think she is in later movies. For some reason, that like really took me out of it this time. I was like, hold on, she's blonde? <laughs> Blasphemy. What's happening? I know. But then I saw Michelle Rodriguez, and girl, when I tell you, my jaw dropped. I don't remember forget? her being in this movie. Yes. Oh, wow. And, like, one of my guiltiest pleasures is the Fast and Furious fucking <laughs> franchise. I'm obsessed. I love. I've seen every single one of them. I will continue <laughs> seeing every one of them until they fucking crash and burn. I don't care. Um, and so just seeing Queen Letty in a different movie, in a different setting, doing the same shit because she is the same bitch. Uh, I love same uh, michelle rodriguez is an icon 
<laughs> I literally mm-hmm. love her. Um, and I, it's so funny to me that you forgot that she was in this movie because like she's like the standout in this movie because Fast and the Furious had just come out the year prior to this. She was the hottest thing going. And yeah, I remember like being so ecstatic as a child that she was in this movie. Like I was ready. My family was ready. We were all so ready for this movie. I remember loving Rain, but I did not remember that Michelle Rodriguez played Rain. Crazy stuff. So crazy. And this movie is just wild. It truly is a wild experience. Um, And I don't know, it just, it's insane. Like it truly is. But in the vein of Resident Evil and video game horror, have you ever played any of the Resident Evil video games? No, I haven't. Um, I wish that I had, cause I watched, so in watching this movie and doing research and stuff, I've watched some gameplay and it looks fun, but it also looks like more complicated than like I can comprehend because so like my type of video games are, <laughs> you have to get to like point A to point B, uh-huh. like avoiding zombies or avoiding the killer, like makes sense. Got you. But like whenever there's puzzles and like, I'm just dumb, girl. It's not going to work. I personally love the Resident Evil series. I have grown up with those games. I was obsessed with them as a child. If I couldn't get through them, I was always right there watching my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, whoever was brave enough to play the game. I was watching the entire thing happen and would play like every now and then when I had the balls to do so. Um, I... I don't know. I found it enjoyable. I did have a good time, but uh, I just, there's not a whole lot that I like dogged on, which is surprising for me, like as a person, (laughs) because my favorite part about talking about movies is shitting on what doesn't make sense. And I don't know, there's a lot about this movie that doesn't make sense, but I'm, I'm trying my best to suspend reality when I'm watching movies nowadays, especially like more fantasy themed ones. Right. Um, so I'm trying my best. <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> but being critical is fun. <laughs> or it can be. The you know? idea of the umbrella corporation just in general terrifies me. Um, because we're not we're not far <laughs> from this being a reality this is a sad thing honestly there's probably a hive beneath fucking vegas right now so oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm so sure of it but yeah umbrella as a as a concept is very scary uh and again i really don't think we're far off from it i'm sure there's an umbrella out there right now it's probably mcdonald's for all we know but apple apple tesla microsoft you know what? It probably is Apple because in the beginning it says like nine out of 10 homes have like products from this com- this corporation in their homes. And like, who do you know that doesn't have at least one Apple product in their home? <laughs> so I feel like Apple is probably our version of the Umbrella Corporation. Uh- <laughs> Once they have a skincare line, it's over for us. Right. When they're using the Apple toner, honey, it's over. Oh my God. It smells like money. Oh my god! It smells like it better smell like apples, or I want a refund. Because mm, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> but yeah, as a concept, it's so fucking scary. And the movie starts off like that. It tells us immediately that the Umbrella Corporation's a problem. 
they got privilege and they got to be stopped pretty much. And then we go right into the opening scene, which I absolutely adore. Even now, it is so chaotic. It is so ridiculous. The extras in this scene are fumbling and stumbling, honey. And it is a ball to watch. But I love the opening scene. Oh my God. I feel I would be shitting myself. I'm that one person, that one guy that's like, we got to get out of here. Like freaking the fuck out. That's me. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be okay knowing that I cannot get out of this elevator. Even in, in like a normal situation. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, I mean, these people work underground first and foremost. Like they are working for the Umbrella Corporation. They're knowingly living and working in this hive facility underneath Raccoon City. And their brains are probably so jumbled and mumbled from just living underground already that if I'm now enclosed in a smaller space than the hive, because I'm already stuck in something, oh, I'm really going to shit myself because it's like a little Russian doll. Like I'm just going deeper and deeper and I would shit myself. I would panic fully if I was stuck inside an elevator in this place. Right. And there's... There's already a fuck ton of people in this fucking elevator. Like, it's, I don't know, even pre-pandemic, I was not a fan of, like, full elevators. Uh, I would, honestly, more than, like, four people, I would I'd see the door open, I'd peek inside and be like, mm, I'll catch the next one. Like, <laughs> not going to happen. I'm always worried that, like, for some reason, my weight's going to be what tips us over and we're just <laughs> gone. So, yeah, I would not be... I would not be squeezing into this one personally. Thank you. Uh, uh, and this is honestly, this is the first movie probably at least since 2021 where like my first thought seeing everybody around each other was like, where are the masks? It's been a minute. I mean, because all of 2020, that's what it was when I was watching TV. But it's been a minute since I had that thought. And yeah, them seeing all these people jammed up in the elevator together. That was my first thought. I was like, nobody's in masks. And I was like, oh yeah, this was 2002, simpler times. But yeah, I can't, I can't. It's too tight. It's too scary. Also, did the Red Queen like lock the doors to the stairwell? Because I would be hauling ass down those stairs. Like I'm I'm a big person, but we'd be taking three at a time if I was in this situation. My assumption would be that she did lock the stairs, but when the teen comes in later, they get into the stairs pretty easily. Right. So I'm like, mm. is everybody just very American and like <laughs> Was just, not interested in the stairwell or? Oh my gosh. I was about to say, oh, I feel bad already. But I was going to say they're probably trying to jump from the windows, but then they realize that it's just dirt. They're underground. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so it's wild. And yeah, I mean, really what sets everything off is somebody. We don't know at this point, but we come to find out it's probably the most boring character in the movie. But somebody's stealing the virus from this facility. They throw one. It's it always some power hungry bitch that ruins it for everybody. Always. Like the end of times is gonna be cut, it's gonna come around because of something like that. But uh <clears throat> somebody unleashes the virus into the air. The intelligent operating system decides to take matters into her own her own hands and decides to kill all humans and just kills <laughs> she everybody. She said, shut it down. <laughs> she, said, she said one of you is bad, so shut it down. <laughs> I mean, honestly. God. She said, I'm going to flood the a, world. A typical God. <laughs> a typical God complex, yes. <laughs> this is why AI is a bad idea. We have full franchises telling us that AI is a bad idea. And yet we continue to grow and like get closer and closer and advance towards AI. And it's just a bad idea. Like, 
literally, I think we talked about it. I don't know. It was a while ago, but we talked about it on air about how like Google can like make appointments for you and shit now. So like, how long is it before she like schedules me to be cremated? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, George Orwell's 1984 came out way before 1984. And now we have a whole reality show, like mocking the concept of big brother. And like, we're just making fun. We're making horror movies. <laughs> But, you know, in the real world, it's just striving for the same mistake <laughs> that we've already seen demonstrated in film many times doesn't lead anywhere. Uh, the one with Will Smith with all the robots. Oh, iRobot. iRobot. Yeah. See, we're just, we're not far from there. While I would love a robot to, like, do my life for me. To fuck me? Uh, well. <laughs> I mean, let's roll. Okay. What were you we saying about the Red Queen? <laughs> okay in this moment i don't blame her i really don't i can't knock a bitch for trying and she tried she swung her bat and i think she hit a home run (laughs) she killed everybody she confined the virus to that spot she was doing her job if i you know if i have anything to say about it she did what had to be done yeah but like why why does everybody have to die for one person's mistake you know what i mean not even mistake for one person's like selfish needs. Cause so like she can pinpoint, she reads everybody's faces. She knows how many clips each gun has. Like <laughs> she could have found who took the shit and just like, I don't know, use that laser to slice him in half. Why did we all have to die? I don't, I feel like there's technology that could have been used that wasn't utilized. She was like, a very basic version of herself in that moment. And then like, as soon as the, the other crew comes in, she's just like 20 times smarter than she was. And now five hours earlier. Well, my thing is, is I like my first instinct is like, how does this man just come in here and steal this virus and do all this? And like the super smart AI system doesn't stop him. But then I'm like, you know, he, he works for umbrella. He's a part of it. Like if he walks into the facility, I mean, he probably does it all the time. Like the computer is probably not going to be able to read his mind. And if he's, <laughs> and if he's like picking up the virus or something, you know, maybe it's a little sketchy, but maybe the computer's like, whatever. But once that, once he throws the virus and that virus is what explodes out of the tube, like it's over. And like her main, her main thing at that point then is making sure that the virus doesn't get out of this facility. Cause it's like airborne. It's what did she yeah. What did she call it later? It's like, palatum or something like that i don't know science but like it adapts to the environment so if it needs to be airborne it's going to be airborne so she panics and shuts everything down at that point i mean even the guy who did steal the virus doesn't get out you know what i'm saying so she did what she had to do i mean i don't the killing everybody probably didn't need to happen uh just (laughs) shutting everything down probably was enough until you know somebody could come and monitor and figure out who's actually infected and whatnot right we didn't all have to die (laughs) But, you know, AI, AI will AI. <laughs> so she has no uh, moral compass as far as we can understand. So and she's very good at gaslighting, though. Oh, yeah. So maybe she does have some type of like a grasp of emotion. But who knows? Also, why does she have to be a little kid? I don't understand that. Like, I under- they under they explain <laughs> why she's a little kid. yeah why she's a little kid but i i don't know i don't think i would want my child to be an operating system 
Yeah, well, that. <laughs> but, like, just just the the face of an operating system in case something like this were to happen. This is something Elon Musk would do. He would turn his kid into an operating system. Elon Musk system. is doing it right now. Oh, yeah. He probably has a million little operating systems running around. Uh, They're all dick-shaped, too. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways, she kills everybody, pretty much. And the elevator scene always throws me for a loop. But homegirl gets her head fucking stuck between the doors. Like, girl, you saw how small that hole was. And you were still trying to squeeze through. Are you crazy? Right. She gets, like, half a shoulder out. And she's like, hmm... Push me. <laughs> and everybody's like, what? And then they drop and she's like, never mind. So never mind. Pull me back in. And they just miscommunicate. The Red Queen said, <laughs> this Red Queen said, baby, not today. I also don't know why she didn't kill them. She dropped the other elevator very quickly. I don't know why she didn't just kill these people. That's what I'm saying. Like, she has to have some type of grasp of a moral compass because she makes like very human decisions like yes they're very calculated and like it's for the better of the hive essentially like a queen bee does but at the same time like she makes little decisions like that that like aren't as calculated side note i really like the way the virus to book in this movie i think they're just like really fun looking and the green and yellow or the green and blue colors are really, really striking. I don't know. As a kid, they always, like, really visually interested me, and I still really love them to this day. It reminds me of Reanimator. Oh, yes, the green, uh, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Or I can't remember what movie it is where they talk about the Zydrate. Zydrate comes in a little glass vial. Uh, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I'll find it. Don't worry. Yeah, I need to know. Also, like the security system altogether, like the security program, like the way it's designed, looks so outdated. <laughs> like just seeing like when it cuts like the Red Queen's visual, her POV and like the computer system, just like the beeps and the boops, it all looks so outdated. <laughs> it looks awful. It really does. I was like, that did not age well in the slightest. Oh, Zydre is from Repo, the genetic opera. I've never heard of that. Is it a musical? You need to watch it. Yeah. You need to watch. It's fun. Okay. I will have to check that out. Um, but yeah, she kills everybody. The Red Queen does. She dismantles the hive and shuts that shit down. And fills some of the rooms with water? Yeah. She like floods some of the, like the labs. She flooded the labs for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't know why she can just pump air, this poisonous gas into any everything. But, you know. She's diabolical. She really is. She's pretty underhanded as an operating system, as we kind of come to know. Uh, because, yeah, she's like full on playing The Sims. She's drowning some. She's poisoning <laughs> some with gas. <laughs> she's just playing God, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But from here, we are then introduced to our heroine, who we will see, you know, front the next five movies. She is legitimately Superman. Alice is introduced in this movie. Um, naked, as of course, Mr. Anderson is going to have her be. And she's stunning, gorgeous. She looks very young in this movie. Super baby face. It looks like she hasn't been through a whole lot in this movie. <laughs> Not yet. But yeah, she awakens in the shower. She's been knocked out because of 
the queen, taking precautions because Alice lives in the mansion above the hive. She's security personnel. She's supposed to be keeping watch of the hive's entrance pretty much along with some random guy who we come to know as Spence. He's legitimately the most useless character, but they live here. They're fake married. They have real sex, but they're fake married. <laughs> And they just sit here and live in a mansion and fuck each other and make money. So I don't, like, why Why turn your back on this corporation? I mean, they're awful. I mean, the corporation's awful. But you get to live in a mansion, fuck some random guy, and just, like, I don't know, shoot guns and kick people like fucking Jackie Chan. Like, it's pretty much the life. So I'd be chilling. I did the full-on, like, <gasps> whenever she looks at her wedding band and it says property of Umbrella Corporation, I was like, <sighs> Oh my God, you belong to the man. <laughs> I mean, at that point, yes, I understand her wanting to fight the system and get out of it because <laughs> she's literally like branded as property of them. So I understand where she's coming from, uh, but she doesn't understand where <laughs> she's coming from when we meet her. She's confused. She's walking around this mansion and it definitely gives us tease of the original Resident Evil video game. Walking around this creepy big mansion. And that's about it, pretty much. She walks around. She wears a cute little red dress and some boots. That was set out for her, which is, we should have been fucking weirded out by in the very beginning. We still don't, like, figure out really how that got there. Maybe she laid it out for herself. Um, I think the guy she was sleeping with does, like, later in the movie in a flashback, when he, whenever he writes the note. Oh. Um, but also, we don't, we never learn her name, at least in this movie. The only reason that I know her name is Alice is, like, knowledge of the franchise. <laughs> but they never uh, call her Alice, and they never address her as Alice in this movie. You're right. They literally don't say Alice at all. But they do credit her as Alice. They name the character Alice anyways in the credits. We just don't. Right. We, li- we literally never hear it. Like, nobody says anything to her at all and i think the only reason (laughs) i look like i literally like my jaw dropped when spencer eventually like turns out to be diabolical like the most random plot twist like he decides to be evil and she's like spence and i was like how does she even know his name and like i literally like was snapped out of like my fucking focus on this movie and i was like oh we literally have not heard his name until this moment and she just randomly yells it she's like spence and i was like my i like my head my (laughs) neck wait what I like full on Michael Myers cocked my head. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Because <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. They never tell us her name is Alice in this movie. But they sure make sure to tell us every other movie from this point forward. Every movie starts with her saying, my name is Alice. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, we <laughs> fucked up. Let's make sure we never, ever forget to introduce her. Maybe enough people like brought it up after this movie came out that they're just like, all right, bitch, if you want to know, then we're going to tell you every fucking turn we can. Whenever she introduces herself in the later movies, I always think of like, hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. And you're probably wondering how I got to this point. <laughs> and then they do the <laughs> and rewind. And <laughs> that's what I think of every time. You know, uh, growing up, I always used to be reminded of Junie B. Jones because every Junie B. Jones book starts with, hi, I'm Junie B. Jones. The B stands for Beatrice. So every time the movies started when I was younger, I was like, oh, she reminds me of Junie B. Jones. <laughs> I guess she's always introducing herself. Imagine that's what she grew up to be. <laughs> <laughs> she writes Junie B. Jones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I can't. Um, but yeah, so at this point, she is, again, just walking around this house. I will also side note here and say I love the music in this movie. 
it's very over the top, but I like really enjoy it. Like the like sci-fi sound that they have going off down in the hive in the labs, the ding, ding, mm-hmm. ding, ding. I love it. It is so ridiculous. And so like on the nose that I can't help but like enjoy it. Yeah. Feels very immersive. Yeah. It feels like a video game movie. Like it really does feel mm-hmm. like the plot of a video game. <laughs> It doesn't feel like directly. Wow, I wonder why. (laughs) But yeah, I love the music. Uh, It's great. Um, I love that the town is called Raccoon City. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why it cracks me up every time. Then it's like, what? Uh, This is under Raccoon City. I'm like, what? Okay. It's such a ridiculous name for a city, truly. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as Alice is walking around this house, military personnel breaks into her house after. Matt is randomly also in her house and like he snatches her up and then the military personnel break in. They quickly just grab everybody, put Matt in handcuffs and then rush down to the hive immediately. Alice is so confused. This man, he's like yelling at her, tell me, report, report. And she's like, bitch, I have no idea what's happening. I, you are screaming at me. I woke up 20 minutes ago and I have no idea who I am, where I'm at or what's going on. Imagine waking up like that. Right. I love whenever she punches him here in a minute and then she like punches his arm and just like, tell me what's going on. And he just does like <laughs> just no hesitation, spills all the beans. And I also love whenever um, Matt is just like, I'm a cop. I'm a cop. You can't be doing this. I'm a cop. And then their little system is just like, uh, it could calculate. He's probably not in the system. <laughs> They're yeah. not very reliable, it says. <laughs> but they also have a mission. Because the lab is going to shut down and like the hive is going to, as we've come to find out, like completely like close itself off. You won't be able to get in at all is their idea or is what they're told. So they're trying to get in and get out. They're like, this man saying he says he's the cop. He's not pulling up. The records aren't showing. Whatever. Let's just move on. But quite honestly, I'm surprised they didn't just like kill him in that moment. But I guess they're kind of good people. I mean, they work for an umbrella, but they don't seem to really know what's happening. Because umbrella, as they tell us at the beginning you know, it doesn't tell its employees everything. So they probably think that they're working for good people, maybe. Yeah. Umbrella reminds me a lot of Hydra, like in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Because like the lower people of Hydra don't know what the fuck's going on. They're kind of just like very culty. Like, yeah, they understand that they work for a very like tight knit company, but they don't understand like the hail Hydra type of (laughs) shit that they're doing. So I feel like it's the same concept. But also that's, I don't know, that's kind of spooky because I feel like a lot of us can relate to that. We're right. probably very small pawns in a very big plan. Um, a lot of us could probably be working for Umbrella Corporation at this point in our lives, just slaving away, not knowing what the fuck the rich people are doing. So It's true, though. I mean, it really is. So I can understand like these poor people working in the hive, just doing their everyday jobs and just like not caring probably most of the time because they don't really Mm -hmm. understand the true evil that's at hand here or that's happening in dining hall B. (laughs) Nobody goes to the dining hall B. Nobody's been there because it doesn't exist. (laughs) So they just have no idea what's going on. So I do feel bad for them on that part because then they like then they get gassed and turn into flesh eating zombies like that's a shitty life to have. Well, and then I, it's wild that there's like a whole fucking train system under the city. I mean, obviously like subways exist. (laughs) I understand that. I'm not fucking stupid. And like, oh, conspiracy theory, like Denver probably has like trains. The Denver airport has trains under there. So like maybe Denver airport is the new place for Umbrella Corporation. But um, 
Yeah, so they hop on this fucking train to get to the hive, and everybody's just chilling. I mean, obviously Alice isn't chilling, but <laughs> everybody what? is very focused on their fucking on their mission. And then we learn like what we're going into. And then like inside the hive, I don't know. I just don't have this uh like composure that these people have because like they're very detail not detail or plan oriented they're just like oh they see like the uh labs full of water and they're just like oh that was our that was our plan so what what do we do now <laughs> uh-huh. and it takes them like what all of two seconds for him to be like figure it out bitch and then <laughs> the rest of the pawns disappear trying to figure out a different way <laughs> maybe that's why she flooded the labs like maybe she was aware that that's an easier entrance to her main chamber so maybe she, maybe she shut that off so then not to give like the weird, random like things that happen in this movie like really any type of like direct meaning uh <laughs> not to help out mr anderson but maybe that's where her <laughs> idea was so then that way they only have that one laser entrance to have to enter I was really brooding for him to, for, what is his name? Is it Slade? Oh, Shade. Those first four, those first four people that die, I don't care. I literally forgot that the other two were even there. I was rooting for Shade to get out. I don't know. He just feels like somebody that I could latch onto as like a comfort character later on in the series. But no, they fucking slice and dice. I'm turning into fucking <laughs> diamond-shaped pieces at my feet, so... <laughs> Okay, I mean, yes, it's a very tragic end to his character. But he literally comes in, again, he's part of the military personnel. It's him, Michelle Rodriguez's character, Kaplan, um, JD. Those are really the only ones that get names. Uh, the doctor, she mm-hmm. gets like a line or two <laughs> in there before she dies. Fuck that doctor. <laughs> I'm so glad she dies. <laughs> but they're all here, and I mean, they're really there just to give exposition. Like, he literally explains what's happening. He's like, you were uh, you were security personnel after she nudges him. It's like, tell me what the fuck's happening after they ride the train to the entrance of the hive. And he was like, you're this person. You're this person. This happened. Uh, the Red Queen is this, and this is what's happening. Your marriage like, is a sham. <laughs> 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 well, okay, so you've played the games. So whenever Kaplan disables um, the first system, like all the doors open, we figure out later, and then like the laser thing starts. Right. Is that like a thing, a continuous theme with the games? Like you do one thing and it fucking unleashes all hell later on or? Um, Okay. So let me, I'm probably going to have like a big sidebar here. Cause like, we can't probably talk about this movie without really kind of diving into the games. And I'm not going to get like too in detail with the games because we're focusing on the movie. Uh, But obviously again, you can't like talk about it without talking about the other, you know? So the thing with this movie, and again, as a child and as watching it um, at a young age and like growing up with it, like I loved it. And I just interpreted the movie as its own thing. But I do know that a lot of fans of the game aren't like a big fan of the movie, just because like, especially this first movie, like it just kind of goes so far away from like the source material that it's kind of being, you know, that it stems from um, just cause like at this point, by the time this movie has come out, it is 2002. The most, recent game that's coming at this point i believe is the resident evil one remake which came out on the gamecube and i think in the main series of games i'm pretty sure code veronica was the game that had just come out right before this movie had you know been released and at that point with the resident evil games everything was still very much survival horror based like it was you know i mean it 
it set the just because the first Resident Evil game was very revolutionary in what they when it, in what it was able to do. You know what, what I'm saying? And it was very straightforward horror game. So this movie came out at a time in which the series itself was still very, very, very heavy on its horror roots. I mean, the military and, you know, genetic experiments have always been part of Resident Evil. But this movie definitely had more of an action horror vibe going on. So it definitely didn't feel like a full Resident Evil experience. And as a kid, I didn't care. Like, I ate it up. But as I've gotten older, and especially with this rewatch, I was like, wow, yeah, I can definitely see probably why a lot of the fans at the time weren't, like, super into it. Because, I mean, this movie is not critically acclaimed. The entire series is not uh, critically acclaimed. I mean, it just, I mean, it's even dogged on by fans. And, I mean, like, they make a lot of money. People watch these movies. Like, they make a lot of money, these Resident Evil movies do. But they're not highly acclaimed. They just aren't. And especially for the fans of the video games, they don't enjoy them as much because i mean who's to even say that this movie and it's i mean at least commercial success didn't influence the rest of the games because then after this kind of heading into after resident evil 4 like the resident evil series got very heavy in like its action and like it was like a big thing for a minute with fans like they were like really upset with like where camp cop was going with everything um so I mean, who's to say that this commercial, uh, the commercial success of this movie and the franchise didn't cause the game sin to kind of take maybe a plunder, um, as many would probably like to say. So this movie, it didn't feel like a Resident Evil game. Kind of come back to your original question. I mean, like, yes, I mean, you, something can happen at the beginning of the game that ties into the end of the game for sure. But as a whole experience, I mean, like, it doesn't. And even at this time in rewatching the movie, I was like, we're like almost 40 minutes in and we haven't seen one zombie. And like when you think Resident Evil, you think zombies. You don't think evil AI system that's trying to kill you. You know what I'm saying? It feels like a different movie up until this point. And I mean, it's a crazy scene, and I love the laser scene. It's truly iconic. And even in Resident Evil 4, they have a moment in the game where they recreate this room, um, which is really fun to play through. But I mean, at this point, it doesn't feel like a Resident Evil game. Okay. For full tangent, for full tangent of (laughs) explaining, you know, how this movie probably has been a flop for a lot of people and the series has been a Mm -hmm. flop for a lot of people it's because of that whole disconnect and i mean we won't talk about apocalypse today but then like then you look into resident evil apocalypse where they probably tried to really course correct as much as they could and try to jam pack every little reference that they could from the games at that point because i think they had heard of course probably a lot of the negative feedback on this first movie and in apocalypse they really really try to cram in everything they can to be like look this is a resident evil movie and it also yeah. fell flat for a lot of people. Um, and then by that mm. point, they just kind of accepted what they were. They were making money still. Who gives a fuck? And they just ran with it. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't mean that I don't enjoy this movie. Because even at this point in the movie, I'm having a good time. It's very straightforward. These characters are literally as plain as bread, a piece of white bread. But I'm having a good time. And this laser scene really just solidifies how cool this movie's been. I... Like you said, I was expecting zombies um, because I guess in the beginning I was saying that like I've seen these, at least this movie and probably a couple other others. I have seen them, but I haven't paid attention to them. Um, So I was thinking like, oh, zombies, cool, whatever. And then like we brought the AI system in and like lasers and I was like, oh, what the fuck? Okay. I mean, like we got the one jump scare of the zombie like waking up in the water, like, hmm. Probably like a minute or two before this, but <laughs> still, I mean, it was not what I was expecting. 
And it takes a while to get there. It does. It takes a little bit of time. And um, I mean, if we kind of cut, cut to that point then, because that's pretty much all that's happened in the movie. Uh, but from this laser scene, from them shutting down the queen, they shut everything down at this point. They fry her ass, as they like to say. Uh, and at this point, everything opens, which then allows all the dead people who are now reanimated corpses, thanks to the virus, are alive and walking around. So we finally, at 30, at the 38 minute mark, we get our first zombie in the movie um they attack michelle uh michelle rodriguez as she of course had been left behind because her and jd who doesn't last long in this movie uh we're watching matt because he's a prisoner but she goes and she walks up to the zombie and gets the first of many bites that she suffers through in this movie like she is getting bit honey she is like a fucking she gets fucked up a lot in this movie and i don't know why that i thought that I had so much hope that she would make it through all of these bites. I don't know why I held on to it for so long, but I did. <laughs> and I feel so bad whenever JD, whenever fucking JD just gets pulled into this elevator full of zombies. She just, <laughs> it's obvious there's like some type of connection there and it just makes my heart hurt. It's sad. It really is. But we do, we do get zombies at this moment. So how do we feel about the entire introductory scene of the zombies? Because they are all in this dining hall, which isn't a dining hall. It's like a weird, of course, test lab thing. <laughs> and they're like, this isn't a dining hall. And that Mac guy, uh, he's like, I guess your corporation doesn't tell you anything. And you're just like, okay, thank you, sir, for that exposition. But yeah, all of the zombies attack. Like, I think everybody. we've realized that, but at this <laughs> point, sir. <laughs> but yeah, so how do we feel about like the opening scene or the first scene with the zombies? I forgot how slow they were. Yeah. Um, these are some zombies that like I feel like I might have a sliver of a chance against. Like, if we're in, we're talking like World War Z, I'm done. Probably suck starting a shotgun like right away. I'm not even <laughs> gonna give them a, sh- a chance. But these, like, I feel like I could probably like make it a little while. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, very you know, reminiscent of the classic Romero zombie. I mean, even mm-hmm. the zombies in the Resident Evil video games are pretty slow. But, I mean, even in the first Resident Evil video game, they do have some versions of the zombies that morph into much more quick and deadly versions of the zombies. Uh, we definitely mm-hmm. don't get that in this movie at all. They are very slow. Um, like, literally, uh, later on in the movie, Alice is straight, like, just, like, fucking flinging them around like dummies. Like, they are so useless, and she's, like, taking She them snaps out. one of their necks with, like, her thighs. <laughs> I was like, wow, the power. <laughs> she snaps one of their necks with, like, just its arm. I don't even... I, she maybe had her foot on its head, but then she just twists the arm, and, like, the whole neck goes... <clears throat> and I was like, can you, like, realistically twist the arm in such a way that the neck also cracks? I mean, I guess if the head is stationary as she had it but she just twists the arm and like they die and i was like she is like they are like literally useless <laughs> well there's one in the lab that she just like kicks into a shelf and he's dead <laughs> <laughs> like literally her crazy ass like she literally just jumped straight up like mario and fucking spun around <laughs> you know how like in mario because <laughs> he does that jump where he jumps up and he goes he spins around you hit like the right yeah. trigger or something she just did that she just jumps up straight fucking spins around and kicks the zombie so hard that it flies into a shelf and dies so she's legitimately superman i'm just saying i like how she comes to like remember her powers like as soon as <laughs> not powers but like her talents <laughs> her 
her talents as soon as the fucking zombies show up. Like she had no idea where she was, what she was doing, her name, nothing. And then zombies show up. She's like, oh yeah, I'm a badass. And starts kicking everybody's ass. Oh my God. Which is probably another thing, or which is another thing that a lot of fans of like the video game series are like not cool with. I mean, I don't think a lot of them really care for Alice as a character because she has nothing to do with the video games. She's not a character in those games whatsoever. And the main heroine of this franchise, the movie franchise, is a random woman by the name of Alice who legitimately becomes superhuman by the second movie. <laughs> so it's <laughs> insane. She develops telekinesis by the end of that movie. The third movie, she's straight fucking setting fire to birds in the sky with the power <laughs> of her mind so i pyrokinesis <laughs> girl like it's insane what alice is capable of in these movies and yeah i mean as soon as she gets a sniff of that dead flesh and she's like oh i can spin in the air i can break your neck with just your arm and she does not like even wait like she breaks into it immediately and i mean it's enjoyable to watch i mean it's cool to see a woman be badass but she doesn't fumble like you know some spider-man movies like especially to um what is it is it tony mcguire is that toby the- toby, McGuire. toby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah where he like fumbles through like being spider-man and like fucks up a lot she just picks up it's like riding a bike for her, but she still doesn't remember anything, which is the problem. It's like, yeah, she's being all kick-ass, but like also her mind's not there and I don't get it. I'm pretty sure the first thing she remembers besides like passing out, because I think we get that first flashback and it's just her. She remembers passing out. But the first thing that she remembers- She as remembers any of us, fucking. Yeah, as any of us would. She remembers getting dicked down. She remembers feeling Spencer's fucking rock hard cock just fucking pounding into her vaginal wall or her rectal wall. I mean, I don't know what she's into, but that's the first thing that she remembers and I don't blame her. Like that's legitimately the first thing that she remembers is getting her brains blown out. I feel like that would be you fucking coming out of a coma. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You'd be like, I don't remember my name, but I remember sucking a lot of dick. (laughs) But yeah, that's the first thing she remembers. I'm like, I I don't know. And uh, we do suffer with those flashbacks. We have to suffer through the early uh, 2000s crazy camera shots. I hate them. Mm-hmm. They make me mm-hmm. sick every time I watch them. But very it was Saw reminiscent. <laughs> very reminiscent of Saw. Very reminiscent of the Fast and the Furious movies, obviously. Oh my God, a mood. Michelle Rodriguez is in the back fucking just directing shit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, these, I mean, again, yeah, the zombies come up, they stumble, they're slow. It's a hot mess. Rain gets bit twice in the first run-in with these zombies. Everybody's fumbling around. Nobody knows what's happening. Matt and Rain, or Matt and Alice end up getting separated from everybody somehow. They didn't really show us what happens. I also think, like, one of the stupidest things, they show us the liquor escape from its cage, and then they cut right to Alice and Matt being in the same room as where they just were, where he escaped from. But like they don't show like anybody sees them. Like he doesn't see anybody. Like I I don't understand why that random scene's there, but it's there. They narrowly miss each other. <laughs> I have no idea. But Alice and Matt get separated from everybody, and then Alice gets separated from Matt, and that's what leads her to the crazy scene with the fucking zombie dogs, who are pretty badass. The zombie dogs look pretty badass in this movie. I will say they were like one of the highlights for me as a kid. Whenever I was doing research, um, they said that was probably like one of the harder things to do. Um, cause they're, they're real dogs just covered in like meat and like prosthetics and stuff. And they kept like eating the prosthetics off. Oh, <laughs> so cute. 
You know. Dobermans are just the cutest things. Oh, so cute. They're so adorable. But they look pretty gnarly in the scene. Also, I didn't know that this is the scene that's like taking out of like television versions, apparently. Like when they played this movie on TV, they cut the scene from the broadcast. Every the time. dogs? This whole yeah, this whole dog scene. And I do remember seeing this movie on sci-fi one time. And I remember this scene not being in it. And I remember being disappointed because she just pops but Alice just pops back up with a gun randomly out of nowhere. And I'm like, they skipped the dog scene because this bitch is just running around with a fucking gun all of a sudden, karate kicking zombies. And like, I did get to see her fucking literally defy gravity to kick a dog in the face. <laughs> like, wh- what is she doing? It is insane. Like, and also when the dogs are like right there, I don't know, like I don't, like they don't show us the distance between her and the dogs, but she has enough time to like shoot every one of them one by one. Like if all of these dogs are running at you at one time, you will not survive. There is nothing that you can do. But she, they jump up one at a time so she could take her practice round. They're taking turns. <laughs> so like we're test we're test dogs let's just jump up she's <laughs> she's gonna shoot us one by one because she's just warming up her skills baby this is what they've been trained for in their entire existence it is so sad but she takes them out one by one girl and then when she runs out of bullets uh, bullets that are branded are branded by uh umbrella also the bullets are umbrella branded they own bullets as well apparently um but yeah, she karate kicks this dog in the sky in the most ridiculous shot I've ever seen in my life. And I don't hate it, <laughs> but it's so ridiculous for sure. This movie is wild. Insane. Truly insane. And then we can find out that Matt's sister worked here as well. Like he's down here because she was trying to like get a, a, a sample of the virus and Alice was going to be the person who helps her get the sample of the virus so they could expose Umbrella for what it is. But unfortunately, Alice has to kill Matt's sister because she attacks him. So we get that little side plot. And then we lost we lost JD in that last scene, right? Yeah, in the introductory scene of the zombies, he gets pulled into the elevator and killed. So yeah, a lot's happening. Everybody gets separated. Um, Spence is still here. Kaplan is still around. Rain is still alive. They're all together while Alice and Matt are off having their own little scenes. And so they all come back together because the other three literally did not bother trying to find them. They did not care where Alice and Matt were. They could care fucking less where they were. But they get back together eventually anyways and it works out for everybody because now they decide to turn back on the Red Queen to try to find an escape route out of this place because it's going to shut down eventually as Rain tells them. So they turn back on this bitch and she is evil. I don't know why they're trusting her, but they do anyways. She's gaslighting them at every turn. (laughs) She's crazy. Every chance she gets. And then they, what, they go through the maintenance shuttles? Is that where they start heading out? Yes, 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 yes. But also, I do want to side note here. I love the way some of the designs are for the zombies. I love that zombie that we get that has like half a face or at least like half its eye. Oh yeah. It looks super Alita, cool. that was the one that scared Alita the most. She's like, oh, he's spooky. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Super spooky. Super spooky. But then also we get that one right after him where his eyes are like gouged out and it looks mm-hmm. terrifying as well. Like some of these zombies look so fucking badass but i'm also like you were all just gassed and died and now just came back to life because of the virus why are you all disfigured right, so like what <laughs> right. why why you guys look i like don't know this? maybe they were like clawing up their faces or their eyes because it like burned or something i don't know 
But like it, it seems like they don't have like very long to like suffer. It feels like they die very quickly. My only assumption is that in the chaos of the air and everything being shut down, like maybe they just started to attack each other, like as humans do. And maybe that's where all these wounds came from. Because somebody literally ripped that man's eyes out. Somebody literally tore the other guy's face off. Face off. Yes. So something happened that led to them looking like this. You know, unless some of the zombies were around already, maybe like others were turning into zombies while others were still alive and then they like killed them and ate them. That would be my only assumption. Or maybe there was like, maybe some of them are like test subjects. So they're like test zombies that we've released at some point. I have no idea. But that was one thing I've always like been very confused on. It's like, how do they all look like this? They look like, right. they look great. I love the designs, but like they, I mean, I my only assumption is some of them were zombies before the others. That's the only thing yeah. I think of. Um, also, the CGI in this movie is awful. It is so bad. Oh, it, terrible. Not aged well. <laughs> it looks so awful. The liquor is I can't. She's a cartoon. It is Bugs Bunny. This is also 2002. True. Uh, I feel like I feel like a lot of stuff is still was still practical and like the few efforts that we did have for CGI were probably a mess compared to tw- almost 20 years later. So I it's hard for us to be like, oh, that looks awful. I mean, it's easy for us to say that, but it's hard for us to grasp like how far we've come. Yeah, at the time that was like the hottest thing. Because I mean, they wouldn't be putting it in like big production movies if it, I mean, ones with higher budgets just look better naturally. Because like Lord of the Rings was coming out around this time too, early 2000s. And like their CGI looks great still. Like anything that they did use that was CGI, like the dragons and all that, look great yeah but comparing a lord of the rings budget to, <laughs> to this budget Evil. is not fair <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, fair 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 it's not peter jackson's resident evil but uh <laughs> yeah so yeah the liquor looks so bad even the red queen looks so cheesy it's so cheesy it's so bad and it takes me right out of this movie every time i watch it but like even i can go back and watch jurassic park which came out many years before this and although some of the dinosaurs look kind of funny at times they still look really good because it's a good mix of practical and cgi yeah so they just didn't i don't know what was going on with the slicker maybe they just needed a little bit more practical sprinkled in here they did because they have a lot of close-up shots of like a practical type of flesh it looks like at least so they should have at least put the effort in i honestly i probably should have went back i have the dvd i should have went and like looked at like special features or something <laughs> did some real research and like see if they actually like did any type of like actual like building like a version of it because it feels like even like the close-up shots of just its face are like cgi like it just looks bad at any fucking moment of this movie it's awful looking right um but yeah i mean the movie is i mean it's so like it's pretty straightforward they just try to escape at this point they're running around at this point now once alice discovers her superhuman abilities uh she starts <laughs> kicking everybody's ass she, left and right she just stomps through this slab and just pulls everybody along with her i mean they start dying off one by one kaplan gets separated for them from just a little bit he gets attacked and separated rain gets bit like another two times <laughs> Uh, jd and she gets bit by jd because she's caught off guard by him being like a zombie and like doesn't have the heart to kill him and so she fucking gets a bit two more times 
<laughs> it's crazy how much he's getting bitten and like how much he's not changing. <laughs> right. Because yes. like I feel like for for JD, it didn't take her take very long, but she got bit in the very beginning of this movie and she's still holding on. Um, I, I, maybe they don't really explain it too well, but maybe you have to die in order for it to fully take over. Maybe So maybe she finally died from her wounds later on. Mm. And then maybe that's when it happened, when the change happened. Okay. Would be my assumption. They don't explain it. And I don't know if they really explain that in the later movies as well. Because again, by the second movie, they don't give a fuck. Shit's blowing up from the fucking get-go. So they really don't get into like, this, the specifics of like how the virus operates on the body. Um, <laughs> Michael Bay had <laughs> his hands on the franchise from two movies in. It was Paul Anderson. He had directed, this is the second video game movie. He directed Mortal Kombat, which is also insane. I love it though. Ooh, good movie though. I love it. I love the first Mortal Kombat movie. I even love Annihilation and it's awful. Um, but if, I mean, if he's coming from Mortal Kombat to this, it all makes sense. Because <laughs> like the karate kicks, <laughs> she's legit a Mortal Kombat character she's Alice is literally just Katana <laughs> she's like legitimately like bicycle kicking like Liu Kang <laughs> in this movie it feels like girl she's fucking <laughs> wild I was fully expecting defying fucking, gravity <laughs> yeah I was fully waiting for her to fucking become the thunder god Raiden and just starts <laughs> blasting fucking electricity from her hands from underground Yes, I was fully at any moment. Honestly, when she like grabbed that zombie, cracked its neck with her thighs, it gave me tease of Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat. So right. I, I don't know what Paul Anderson has with like the killing influence people. is there. <laughs> Twice, second movie in a row where he has had somebody's leg. He's had a man's head in the middle between a woman's legs, and like he has fantasies when he's going down. He's like crack my neck. He said, "I want to be suffocated." <laughs> He's like, please knock my neck. Please kill me. If he goes, if he passes away, like when that day comes, I'm so sorry, sir. But if that day comes, like I want the headline to say, Paul Anderson has passed due to having his neck snapped by some powerful thighs. Because that that has to be how he wants to go. Like he, that's I feel fetish. like he, he definitely has a, yeah, I was going to say he definitely has the fetish. Thighs are hot though. Like listen, a thigh will get oh. me hard. Hardy, hard, hard. I will slap a dick on the thigh. Thighs are hot. Oh, they're so hot, cute. right? They're just so meaty. I love meat. So they're just like, yeah. the, they're the meatiest part of the body at times. And I love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I have um, a ghost face tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Not the fucking feed it to Paul Anderson's weird, crazy fetish with watching people get their necks snapped while fucking face first into a vagina but that's what he's doing uh but at any you're like again, we get it though <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay but we got uh so yeah they're steamrolling through this lab nothing can stop alice everybody else is getting beat the fuck up but she's walking through this lab like no, like no business or uh just no issues whatsoever but we do find out of course that there's an antivirus now we discover there's an antivirus because alice kid is just having flashbacks everything she remembers she there's a blue to the green or whatever <laughs> she's like, <laughs> uh but we said we find out there's an antivirus but then at this time we also find out that spencer was listening to alice's uh you know conspiring to steal the fucking viruses and so he decided to steal it first so they could escape with it run away and sell it on the black market and just live and be rich because he was so in love with her that he was willing to do that for her but he's also quick to then turn his back on her really quickly, I guess. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really get their their love life. I don't get that. 
but I guess also like they're they don't have like a full recollection of one another. I think like they understand that they were together, that they were you know living in a mansion and fucking each other as you anybody would living in a mansion. Uh, but like that's all they remember, and they remember like they they had some type of connection. I mean, he was willing to steal from the Umbrella Corporation to make her happy. Like he left her a note and everything. So, but like I guess he doesn't fully remember that. He just remembers he did it for her. But then he's like, "Well, fuck you," <laughs> and like runs off. And she's also like, well, fuck you and lets him run off. And I'm like, okay, like, so they, they obviously don't like fully understand, I guess, like the, the bloodlust that they have for one another. Yeah, we don't get it either. So we're all on the same page. Yeah, but he like randomly just like turns into a bad person out of nowhere. But he's also kind of been a dick the whole movie, but he like barely remembers who he is at this time. So he just was an asshole even without his memory. He's so awful as a character. He's so useless as a character like he's boring as soon as we get that twist he dies two minutes after like he doesn't (laughs) truly they didn't even let us be mad at him for very long (laughs) they're just like you know what here's a reason for you to be okay with him dying and then kill him yeah it was just like the most random like like the movie is so crazy and like that's literally all it is they go down there zombies come out and they leave like it's so straightforward like there's not really any crazy set pieces that are happening here besides like the laser room nothing really sticks out to me i really don't like remember anything from this movie i can remember a lot of scenes from other movies but in this movie the only thing that like i went into like fully remembering i mean that's a lie i remember the whole thing but like everybody just thinks about like that laser room scene like i mean everything else is just like so straightforward you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. for sure and then we get to the end we get to the train sequence and Alice disposes of this liquor, this mutated liquor who's tasted on flesh. Mm-hmm. And the Red Queen says, it's mutating. It's real evil now. And Alice kills it in two minutes, disposes of it so easily. Alice said, say less and fucking snaps his neck. <laughs> she says, <laughs> Girl, she was like, mutated? Okay, I'll get attacked by its tongue and nothing. It won't even pull my body away. It'll just sit there and just have its tongue wrapped around my leg and do nothing like what's happening like i like that whole train sequence is a disaster it's a mess it's crazy we do get to see matt though and his cute little wife beater and my little gay boy heart has always been very fond of him and that little wife beater and that's pretty much it that's the resident evil they have to kill rain you skipped that part (laughs) oh yeah they do have to kill rain which is sad i as a child was very devastated by her death I was rooting for her till the very end because, like, she, like, passed. I mean, I guess she passes out. We think she dies. And Alice is like, don't you do this to me or whatever. And then she, like, sits up and she's like, uh, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> and then, she, <laughs> then, like, I don't know, a couple minutes later, she turns full zombie and they have to fucking shoot her directly in between the eyes. Yep, very sad. I mean, even then, again, I love Sarah, uh, not Sarah Michelle Gellar. I love Michelle Rodriguez, but I mean, even in this movie, I mean, she's just Michelle Rodriguez. You know what I'm saying? So. (sighs) My favorite part is when they're like carrying her to the train while they're helping her along. She's like, after this, I think I'm going to get laid. (laughs) I was like, girl, mood. She's literally in the middle of a zombie attack. And she's like, you know what? Sounds good. Dick. Uh Or I mean, she doesn't really specify, but like she's like sex. Right. She's like, that sounds great. 
And then one of the guys is like, maybe you should clean up first. <laughs> she has a lot of good little quips in this movie. Earlier in the movie, too, when she fucking guns down, when she's baiting and JD comes and like just shoots that zombie in the leg like five times and nothing happens. And Rain just fucking whips out her submachine gun and blasts her. And she's like, the bitch isn't standing now. Very funny. Very funny. She's very funny in this movie. Very much Michelle Rodriguez, a full-on action star. And so hot literally it's just so hot and yeah i love her unfortunately she does die um i don't even remember how kaplan dies because he comes back and saves everybody he gets separated we think he's dead but he randomly comes back and saves them from you know the queen forcing we also skipped over the queen trying to have them kill rain because it's it's useless it's stupid <laughs> like, the, the, whole, the, the liquor kills kaplan it does kill him okay i thought so yeah 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 it's after they uh, they inject Rain and Kaplan with antivirus, and then that's whenever the fucking liquor he's been hiding diabolically his plan. <laughs> he's been hiding on this train and attacks everybody and kills Kaplan and attacks Matt. Also, yeah, what is this liquor doing this entire time? He's just walking around. Uh, like I said, he's smart. <laughs> he's hiding, taking his time figure out when the right time the right time to strike <laughs> i don't know this movie is crazy it's so simplistic it really again it's kind of a stretch from like the source material that we have come to know at this point with resident evil uh but overall i think it's a fun little action movie uh action horror movie it's a good zombie movie but i do think for a zombie movie the zombies are kind of lacking like i didn't really they don't stand out to me. They're not exciting in this movie. Some of them look cool, but they're yeah. Just... The only ones that really hit are like reanimated characters that we've already developed like a relationship with. Yeah, and I think that's maybe kind of maybe what a lot of people have an issue with with Alice as just a character. Like, they're everything's so disposable. Like, like none of the characters feel dangerous. I mean, and the thing is, is with Resident Evil video games altogether. I mean, some of those creatures are so ridiculous and it makes no sense why like a rookie cop is going to be able to defeat like a crazy mutated monster. That's just the name of Resident Evil. That's just how it is. Uh, but like a movie is so much more different than the video game. And I understand it's a video game adaption, but like to kind of bring like a character like that into a movie sphere and just have them like completely dismantle everything that you put in, in front of them without any type of like issue is it's kind of upsetting at times because again the zombies are so boring like they don't even feel like a threat even because again rain's got bit like five times and it takes so long it takes to the end of the movie for her to have like the immediate reaction to it so they just don't feel like a threat and the liquor who's built up this whole time is killed legitimately within minutes and we don't really even get the chance of like seeing much of him and so it's just kind of shitty because I feel like they tried so hard to focus on like Alice as a character but like it also feels like there's like nothing that they even tell us about her at the same time so it feels a little weird it feels a little disjointed but it's still fun i still have a good time with it oh yeah i still enjoyed it um like we said it you kind of have to um ignore reality i guess is the best way <laughs> to like enjoy this movie because it is a zombie movie and like while the idea of zombies is like very pro like very probable um there's just a lot to it that like 
you have to ignore to enjoy it, but it's still a good time. Like for a zombie movie where we're introduced to a lot of ideas and a lot of characters, I think it's fun. I do too. I really do. And I mean, going into it, as long as if you play the video games, like it's easy to follow. It doesn't feel correct, <laughs> but it's easy to follow because like even some of the random stuff that they throw at you, you're like, oh, that kind of is like reminiscent of like the video game. So it's kind of easy to follow it along. Uh, but like sometimes it just feels like they, like you said, they kind of throw a lot at you. And if you're like a general movie goer, you're going to just be like, there's a lot happening in my zombie movie. I just wanted to watch a zombie movie. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I think they probably like we're taking down a whole fucking corporation while also fighting zombies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know. I can't like hate this movie. The nostalgia goggles are heavy with this one. Uh, even like with any of like the issues and like the plot stuff and just like the storytelling, like it just, I mean, it's so, it's so fumbled, but at the same time, I can't hate it. It's a good time. And I would rewatch it again right now. <laughs> How many liquors out of five are we giving this movie? Um, I don't know. How many would you give it? I would give it a solid three and a half liquors. Okay, I was going to do three, maybe two and a half, to be quite honest. Yeah, I feel like three and a half is me being uh, generous. But I think it's also like the promise of like further movies. Like if I didn't know that there was like a whole last franchise behind this, I would, I like the idea that it could be turned into a whole franchise. And I think that's why I give it more like the potential is what uh, gives it a higher rating for me. I quite honestly, I don't mind this movie. I really love the Resident Evil series. Again, maybe it's the nostalgia goggles that are just blinding me but like i i love them i really do i really enjoy the second one people really seem to hate that one for whatever reason at least general critics do but i love the second movie i love the third movie i love the fourth movie the fifth one is where they lost me and i just i didn't like it and i didn't like the last one either uh but i love those first four movies tremendously like i have a soft spot for them um, so in rewatching this movie again, I watched it a little bit more critically. I kind of noticed probably some just issues again, just with storytelling, but I love it. I love this movie, but overall, I'll probably give it three, three out of five liquors. Any other fun facts or anything else you got? I don't. Um, I unfortunately did not do a whole lot of research on this movie. A lot of what I did look up was, um, not to be an ass, but like a lot of the media that's out there for this movie is criticism and people just bitching about how awful it is compared to the games and how much they don't like Alice and stuff like that. So I got bored very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't blame you. Because that is, that's all anything everybody ever says about this thing. And again, like in watching it and like looking at it, I understand. But I I can't hate it. I don't hate that she's a badass character who just doesn't take any shit and just does whatever she wants anyways and succeeds like who cares like i'm always for like badass females so like we get points for that period and again it's a movie so although it's ridiculous like i'm not gonna sit here and be upset that she's just a crazy character because i don't care i mean again like they literally give her superhuman abilities within this next movie so her whole set her whole character is to just be the antithesis and the you know 
the thorn in the side of an umbrella because she's so fucking badass that she's the only one that can take down this whole corporation. Even during the apocalypse, she's fucking fighting off his corporation until the end of time. So like that's the story that they're telling in these movies and I can't hate it. Um, so as they go on, I just don't give a fuck that she is legitimately controlling things with her mind. That she has hundreds of clones that she... I, 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 like I can't like it gets crazy ridiculous and, and I can't care I, I don't care I really don't give a fuck and anybody who's like so upset by her as a character like I just kind of just get over it just suspend it a little bit just enjoy the movies because yeah they're not good they're not the best movies <laughs> these Resident Evil movies are crazy and this first one is just as crazy as any of them but it's fun it's but Michelle crazy. Rodriguez Michelle Rodriguez <laughs> is a badass uh Matt is so fucking hot uh and the laser room scene's badass. And it's still zombies, although they're kind of boring. It's still a zombie movie. It's still a good time. And I still would recommend this any, or this movie to anybody. Oh, yeah. I feel like this was a very good kickoff to our video game horror month because you can't think about video game horror without thinking Resident Evil. That's just not possible. Exactly. We had to do it. Um, hopefully we come back and talk about the other ones at some point because they really do get more crazy mm. and really a lot more enjoyable maybe we'll do like a compilation of like the entire series as a whole (laughs) yeah we could just rewatch it over time and you know come back and talk about all of them because they do get crazy but some of them are so much more fun than this one i mean i didn't hate this movie but like some of the other ones in this franchise or some of the other films in this franchise are really fun well i mean for it being a introductory movie to the franchise it is good um, it's not uncommon for the first one to kind of suck. <laughs> so, I mean, I give it credit. It's a good time. Um, I'm here for it. Fuck it. And again, great start to the month. I'm so happy we got the uh, opportunity of talking about this movie. Um, again, maybe we can just talk about the franchise all together as a whole at one point and just come back and talk about this movie a little bit more too. Uh, but yeah, I had a good time, Stormy. And next week is Stay Alive. We get to talk about Stay yes, Alive next week. So good. Talk all the nostalgia goggles. <laughs> uh, just be ready. I'm I'm sure the CGI is terrible. Um, but I don't care. And I'm very excited to talk about it. Me either. I remember the scene with the main character when he's shirtless in the bathroom. <laughs> mm. I can tell you everything that, you know, just got me my engines going also elizabeth bathory like as a person and as like a as a story because i mean they've said they've said that elizabeth bathory wasn't really an actual person but um it's so spooky very good i'm excited we're headed in the right direction for spooky months coming up soon so excited to just talk more fucking horror movies, as always. And I'm going to have a good time this month. And literally every movie that we have to talk about is going to be a crazy ride. I'm about to challenge us to be um, in the clouds, code words, code word in the clouds for House of the Dead because the movie is so stupid that there's probably no other way to talk about it than being intoxicated in some way. <laughs> so uh, okay, we need to have like okay, a wine okay. and dine with that one because that movie is so stupid that we're going to have to have just a good time laughing about literally all the stupid stuff that happens in that movie. I can't wait. But you know what? Great start to the month. Thanks everybody for joining us. We're going to go ahead and go. So Stormy, where can everybody find us? 
You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the same handle at slash underscore horror underscore pod. You can find us on anywhere you can find podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can email us at slash her pod at gmail.com. Thank you again for sticking with us for another week. We love you guys so much. And stay spooky, guys. Stay spooky, everybody. Bye. Bye.